Keep the smile and stay tuned on the radio dial with Sirius FM 105.7. It's going 8.15 now, Central African time. It's the time of the morning where you join us on your popular segment called Quickfire Q&A with Mufti Ibrahim Smith. Mufti Saab, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And who can't get me to even open to Mufti? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. MashaAllah, Shafat. And uh, all our listeners out there, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us khair. And uh, Barakah in this place today of uh, Yawmul Jumu'ah. Yeah, you have been on the move. Uh, you've been like on a <laughs> marathon. Uh, tell us, how's the uh, tour going, Mufti Saab? Uh, Shafat, you know, today is one of, uh, of of those days where you just have to to give uh, everything that you, you, you have, that Allah has given you, you know. Because I started off with the Fajr program now, uh, two radio shows, and then uh, two Jumu'ah programs, and a ladies program, a Maghrib program, and two programs after Shah. So that is something like nine programs for today alone. And in between, I still have to travel from one town to another town. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us sincerity and may Allah protect us also so that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, the people must benefit G. Yeah, inshallah, people must benefit there. Well done there, Mufti. Looking at your questions coming through. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. Is Al-Aqsa open for visitors? Uh, the latest news that I have received from Molina Musa, that side, uh, he entered uh, uh, Palestine and uh, there's about nine people with him, so that, uh, it's, it is open, there's no doubt about it, you know. Uh, I just want to reiterate uh, that it that is at the discretion of uh, the Zionist dead side. If they will allow you entry in or if they will refuse you, you have to keep all options open And uh, when you go there. So if they t- turn you around, uh, then you have to be prepared for that as well. Uh, sometimes they are not allowing people to reach Salatul Fajr. Like uh, the day before yesterday, they didn't allow South Africans and uh, Indonesians to reach Salatul Fajr in Masjid al-Aqsa. And I think that is because... Uh, uh, of uh, what is happening, the threats on that side. And uh, sometimes they just want to be funny, Shafat. So bear all of those things in mind when you go to Palestine, G. Can one uh, remove unwanted hair through laser surgery? If it is in those areas uh, that is not considered as part of the aura or part of the satr, so meaning uh, the, the private parts, etc., then one can use uh, laser therapy to remove unwanted hair. Uh, so perhaps on the scalp uh, or, or some other types of hair, you know, you can remove it. There's no harm in that. However, exposing one's aura, one's uh, private parts, etc., uh, for something that is not deemed necessary because there's other means of uh, hair removal, uh, then that would not be considered permissible, G. Is an entry fee considered as charity if I pay it, Mufti? If you pay an entry fee to any charitable or uh, event, uh, you know, uh, an event, of course, that is free of any impermissibilities like uh, free mixing, etc., and you make your intention at the beginning that uh, the entry fee that you are paying, that will be part of your sadaqah uh, for the cause of charity, for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, based on your intention, and then it will be considered as charity. If you didn't make any intention uh, prior to that, then it will not be considered as uh, charity because it depends on your intention. So it's very important to make the intention prior to uh, execution of any action. Make sure that uh, you do it completely and solely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Gee. There's uh, 17,000 South Africans uh, doing duty in Israel. Uh, South Africa wants uh, to prosecute them. Your thoughts, uh, Bufti? Uh, 17,000 and counting, Shafat, and these people, they have the audacity to send uh, videos and pictures and posing uh, in front of the camera from there in the whole zone uh, with the South African flag openly, you know, uh, without any concern. 
for the rest of uh, the people, uh, for the South African community. And uh, I think that uh, is very important that they be exposed. We've been speaking about this for very, very long, that how come uh, they get it right and uh, other people who belong to other faiths uh, when they are uh, 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 on the way to go and fight and assist uh, the cause of their faith, then they are being denied. So uh, that is completely unfair. And I think what the government is doing now by uh, calling for their prosecution, uh, that should have happened a long time ago. And uh, we should uh, support the initiative here by the government. And uh, I believe that uh, the identities of these people uh, will be given over to the NPA, the National Prosecuting Authority, for them to take further steps against these people. So it is considered a crime if you fight in another country for another cause. And you're bringing heat to South Africa at the same time, and you're giving the impression that uh, South Africa is supporting what is happening in uh, the occupied lands of uh, Palestine right now, G. Can a bride be a witness uh, to her own wedding? A uh, bride uh, cannot be a witness uh, to, to her own wedding, uh, Shafat, because you need uh, two male witnesses. And if there's no male witnesses, then you need a male and two female witnesses. That is excluding the bride. The same like the, in the case of the bridegroom, that he cannot be a witness to his own wedding. He needs uh, two witnesses. That's the condition Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has stipulated and uh, made compulsory upon us uh, that we have to furnish two witnesses if uh, we want to uh, enter into a union, an Islamic union, you know, G. Of what benefit is uh, recalling the Zionist ambassador to us, uh, Mufti? I don't think it is of any benefit, Shafat, uh, because they've recalled the ambassador. doesn't mean they've stopped trade and uh, and uh, dealings with uh, the Zionist apartheid state of Israel. That is still continuing. It is not benefiting the local public. It is not benefiting the Palestinians that side. It is not benefiting uh, anyone at this uh, moment in time. You know, It is more like a leave and a holiday and a paid vacation uh, for those ambassadors uh, that are serving uh, in uh, the occupied lands. So uh, there's absolutely nothing in that. It's all a political stunt. What they should have done actually is cut all ties and uh, not sell arms to these people because there they become complicit. That is what uh, the, the call of action uh, should be. And then also expelling the ambassador from South Africa, the Zionist ambassador from South Africa. That is what government should have done. They should have uh, told him to pack your bags and pack up and go. It's time for you to leave this country. We do not support your policies. We do not support the, the, the genocide in the massacre that's occurring in the occupied lands, G. Mufti, are we allowed uh, to take out a life insurance uh, given uh, the uncertain times that we live in? Whether we live in certain times or uncertain times, the people before us never had life insurance. So why would it be permissible for us to take out life insurance? Life will only get bad in any way until uh, Imam Mahdi, uh, alayhi salam, and uh, Dajjal, and uh, all these forces uh, come into into uh, existence, uh, Shafat. So because of, of, of the three main elements, you know, answer, future uncertainty, uh, gambling, and interest, that's why life insurance is uh, impermissible. Sometimes you pay all these premiums and you're not getting what they've promised you, or you get half of that amount, or you have to pay excess also uh, on, on those things. And then you have no, you have absolutely no uh, guarantee when you will die or when you will fall sick. Uh, so these are all uncertainties that you have to live with. And because of that and uh, the hadith, uh, that uh, Rasulullah has cursed the people engaging in interest and the ayat of the Quran also where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited uh, uh, intoxicants and to, together with that the Quran also mentioned uh, gambling in all its forms you know so that's why it is impermissible because of uh, explicit text in the Quran G. Question on the screen Mufti uh, you do your speciality read it and answer it. It says Assalamu alaikum mother and daughter passes away in accident 
daughter before mother. Does the daughter's son inherit from the granny? The granny had no other children who will inherit. Jazakallah khair. So here you have two people that uh, passed away and the daughter passed away before the mother. This is how I understand uh, the uh, the inheritance or, or, or the occurrence of the event. Now the question is, does the daughter's son, so that is the grandson, does the daughter's son inherit from the granny because the daughter passed away before the mother? So if a person passes away before another person, then the children of that person will not inherit. Uh, in this case, you know, because the person uh, passed away uh, before that. Then it says here the granny had no other children who will inherit. Now because the grand, uh, granny had no other children, so that money, if this is the only person that is still alive, the grandson, then uh, from that inheritance will go to that uh, child, G. Zakallah for that, Mufti. Cape will have the largest march in solidarity of Palestine. Is this an effective method? See? Uh, Shavad, I just want to add on to that question that was answered previously. That, uh, please refer uh, to your local alim also, uh, write in detail the exact occurrence of events in any other family members that is still alive. You know, sometimes people see, uh, people will send you that uh, inheritance uh, masail, uh, and uh, then uh, it is not uh, the complete list of of heirs mm. that is still available. And uh, when we give an answer, and that's why I'm very, very skeptical to answer inheritance masail on the on, on air because uh, you only find it afterwards that there's still other people alive that could have inherited from uh, this uh, particular person. So this way to write down all the people that are still alive in that particular family and uh, the local alim will tell you that who will inherit and who will not inherit. So I just answered according to uh, what was uh, written on the screen. Coming to the second question, uh, the largest march, yes, that's because on the 12th, the Zionists will be having a march and a picketing in uh, Cape Town where they will display the faces of all the hostages allegedly captured by Hamas. And uh, because of that, the Muslims feel that they will have to come out in numbers uh, to show uh, solidarity. I, people have been marching for years, Shafat. I said in one lecture that if we uh, put everyone together, then we'd have reached the gates of Al-Aqsa by now. So it doesn't really have any impact. It is not an effective tool, as one ought to think. And uh, then there's a host of other things also associated with these marches. Uh, there's intermingling. Uh, there's uh, females not covering the aura properly. They will be walking with Palestine scarves around their necks, and the air will be exposed, etc. You know, throwing the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, thinking one does good. Uh, thinking they're doing good, but at the same time they're doing bad and uh, drawing the, the anger of Allah instead of the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These other effective methods that a person can uh, can do. It is not about numbers. Islam is never about numbers. And uh, Islam uh, doesn't encourage us to, to follow the path of uh, of these other denominations, you know. So, so may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy. People need to think before they go out and uh, shout free, free Palestine. I've said it before and I'm saying it now. Palestine uh, will not be free. You have to go there and physically free and liberate Palestine. Gee. Mufti Saab, where is the best place to read Nafil Salah? And can Tahajjud be read in congregation? The best place to read Nafil Salah, and many people don't actually follow this, is to read Nafil Salah inside your own home. Rasulullah in most of, of, of the cases in a hadith that we've read, is to reserve his Nafil Salah for the house. And then also because of one specific hadith is, uh, don't make uh, your houses and your homes like a graveyard, meaning don't make it spiritually dead. Reserve a portion of your salah for your homes and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will descend in your house, tranquility and peace and uh, comfort. The arguments will be less and uh, your children will see 
these type of ibadat, and they will also start following. That is uh, some of the reasons. Tajud Salah for Hanafi people, they have to be read individually uh, and not in congregation. Uh, like sometimes people will send out uh, things in invitations and uh, global Tajud Salah, etc., all of these things. You know, so if you're a person following the Hanafi mother, then uh, you know that you have to read it individually, whether you read it in your house or whether you want to read it in the masjid also, no problem, G. Mufti Sahib, can we charge a different cash and credit price? Yes, you are allowed to charge a different cash and a credit price as long as uh, the purchaser knows that there are two different prices because at the end of the day, the purchaser will decide which option is best for him or more suitable at that particular point in time for, for him. So you give him two options that if you pay, uh, if you buy it now, it's 100 bucks, and if you buy it on credit, it will be 120 rand. That knowledge should be made available before the conclusion of the actual sale or the agreement of the sale. You know, you cannot uh, do that afterwards and say, and then tell him that I had a different uh, credit price. It should be done before the conclusion of the sale, G. Mufti Saab, I've uh, received an invitation from one of my family relatives. The distance is quite uh, sizable. It's going to cost me an arm and a leg to go to the uh, function, but all other family members will be there. Could I take a loan and go to the function just to keep a family uh, unity and ties, Mufti? Yes, if you want to take out a loan and you're sure that you can repay the loan, and uh, the function will be a family function of love and mahabba, you know, uh, not a karaoke and uh, all other uh, impermissible things. So it will be a, a lunch or something where family will come together. Uh, then you can take out the loan. There's no harm in that. Just make sure that you are, are able to repay that loan because keeping family ties, and I'll always say the Shafat, since the advent of the digital era, uh, people hardly visit family members nowadays. They'll video call. They will uh, WhatsApp call you. They'll send WhatsApp messages and all these other type of things. But there's no physical interaction between family members nowadays uh, because that is, uh, you know, it is becoming uh, so difficult and uh, people are making it difficult. It was so good and wonderful years ago when people used to take out Sundays, for example, and Sundays used to be a family day. Nowadays, that's also gone from society. It has disappeared because of uh, our cell phones, and uh, that is to be blamed. That is part of the problem, actually. G. Mufti Sahaba, we have uh, members uh, here telling us uh, that it is haram to watch TV. But look at them watching their cell phones. They're watching all these uh, pictures. But then it's not haram. What's wrong with these people? Mufti? Yes, yes. Uh, very good question, Shafat, you know. And uh, then they're sending footage also of these pictures, especially the war that's happening in uh, in uh, Palestine now, that everyone is sending footages, everyone is sending this, and everyone is sending that, you know. So what is good for the one person is good for the other person. Uh, the ruling stays the same. You cannot fragment a ruling. Uh, so if you watch it on the big screen, whether you watch it on the big screen, whether you watch it on your on your laptop, whether you watch it on your on your cell phone, it is all the same. The device doesn't matter. The actual content and what you are watching, that is the thing, you know. So uh, there's no separate ruling for the elite and a separate ruling for the masses out there. All the rulings stay the same, G. You know, with our children watching us, so many, so many, uh, you know, deaths and so many footage of, uh, you know, maimed bodies and all that. There's a fear of them being uh, becoming desensitized uh, to... Uh, uh, maybe death and uh, so forth. We'll take it for granted that, that it's, uh, you know, one of those things, or a reality of our life. What do we do in that case, Amufti? They are already becoming desensitized. I know of people that don't want to open all of these things. Uh, and I said it uh, two weeks ago, soon this Ghazza, if it carries on and drags on, 
then uh, that effect uh, of being desensitized, uh, that will kick in. So people will take it as just ah, something happening in the Middle East again. I, I, I bomb was dropped, etc. You know, people like that. And sometimes because people genuinely cannot stomach the contents of uh, of these footage of Shafat, that are seeing a two-year-old baby, uh, the the entire skull is open and the content, the brain contents has been uh, blown out of there. So how do you sleep at night knowing that you've seen something like that? So uh, that makes a person even more depressed and uh, to such a point uh, that you're not going to care about death because it will be so common uh, uh, around you and uh, on your device, etc. And uh, in that way, you know, you will start living a life uh, of deception because uh, of all these things. Uh, you will be deceived in a sense that uh, you won't fear death as you ought to fear uh, you have to prepare for death, yes, and you have to fear that uh, the day when uh, it descends upon you because you don't know in what shape uh, that uh, or, 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 or what uh, will be the end result at the time of your demise. And that is what Rasulullah is encouraged, you know, that fear the day when you have to cross over into the next life, G. Mufti, I'm not trying to be funny here, but I have family members uh, who actually told me TV is haram, but YouTube is okay. <laughs> It's we'll all see. the same, Shavad. I, I think yeah. we just uh, answered it now when we said the device uh, doesn't matter, you know. So uh, YouTube, whether it's YouTube or YouTube or YouTube or any other tube, the, all these tubes, <laughs> uh, you know, it has the same ruling as uh, television. Uh, but so whether you sus- subscribe uh, to uh, Netflix or whether you have the old TV, it is all the same. And uh, that's why I said uh, regarding all of this the other day, people are calling for boycotts, but they're not prepared to boycott uh, Netflix and Showmax and all these other Zionist entities, you know. Uh, they were quick to say that we must uh, boycott all these franchises, etc., some which belong to Muslims also. But uh, the entertainment, they're not prepared to sacrifice and make jihad on that first, instead of doing jihad on that first G. Well, Mufti, you are absolutely, mashallah. Your parting words uh, before we let you go. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect this ummah uh, and grant uh, the Mujahideen victory in uh, Gaza and the entire Palestine in the West Bank, Janine, also 200 people uh, killed already. You know, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring uh, stability uh, in that region and uh, remove uh, the perpetrators who are responsible for the death of over 10,500 of our brothers and sisters. May Allah disgrace them. Jazakumullah khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to our Mufti Ibrahim Smith. A busy schedule there in uh, the Golden Reef. Uh, big jazakumullah khairan to Yusuf Asmal for brilliant tech uh, this morning and also to the listeners for sending in all the questions. Keep it locked on uh, to Sirius FM. Uh, you know, the spiritual hour comes in. Forty, the rude, uh, the eyes from the noble Quran, and our Mufti A.K. Hussein will be giving uh, the uh, the uh, translation of uh, the Qutba uh, from the Holy Lands. From Latima night till we meet you again, we bid you Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.